Wanna see me with some change on my feet, but I'm still making they wanna see me with some change around my feet, but I'm still making strides. You know the real always survive. Try to hold me back, but I'ma still thrive. Just to clear my mental, blowing pressure out the window by myself on 85. Thinking about how it's so easy to let go, but so hard to survive. Tell me what you gon' do. Tell me what you gon' do. When the pressure's on you, tell me what you gon' do. Tell me what you gon' do. When it's all on you, go get thinner, you gon' die. You know, from from my vantage point. So, with me, some of the struggles that I that I still have to this day, it kind of makes me feel like you know, it kind of uh, eats away at my pride as a man. Because I'm I'm still going through different struggles, or I'm still repeating the same the same mistakes at times. And not having that, you know, growing up or during the pivotal part of, you know, of my life is amplified now. So I, I, I struggle with it mightily. Yeah, it's it's definitely still um, a struggle at times. Just just for me, just in the sense of, you know, being very aware of myself and like all my actions at this point. And making sure I'm not making the same kind of mistakes, because you know, as as we were just talking about with you know my first job and stuff, it's like I can't go through that kind of situation again. Like that's just way too much, <laughs> you know. Um, and this is one of those things where, you know, for me, you know, coming from a Nigerian or a Nigerian, you know, um, background in our culture, like you know, you're, you're you're raised to be obedient. You listen to your parents. You study. You face your studies. You go to school. And then you become a doctor, lawyer, engineer, or disappointment. Like that's kind of what it is. Like it's like all right, that's that's kind of that's kind of what it is. Wow. So you know, I was kind of fighting that a little bit. I'm like, well, I don't naturally feel like I gravitate towards those kind of professions. But then on one end, I feel like I do, and then I feel like I'm I'm, I'm holding this pressure in my family because another thing that I've got from my dad too, you know, because uh, he and I had the same birthday by the way. I had the same birthday as my dad, which is wild. And um. Yeah, so I'm really like a day junior, like real. So it's one of those things where, you know, I see how much, um, how much he gives back to our family in in Nigeria. You know what I'm saying? Like so many, most of my family's still there, and you know, my parents have just been the, you know, the, the higher, the highest educated in the family, and they just found ways to, you know, get to America and be the some of the most successful family members. So they're always giving back. They're just always giving back, and so I'm seeing. I'm like, okay, you know because I thought I had time, you know, I thought I would be able to get all this out of the way, kind of have my fun and then, you know, get serious before you know it. Okay. For me, I'm 29 now, you know, like, like fast said earlier, you know, I went to Emory. So it's like a, you know, it's a good school. It's a prestigious school. So I'm looking around like, okay, what am I actually doing right now? Like forget what everybody else has to say. Everybody else's opinions. There's so many opinions around me, but like right now, how do I feel about myself? And I'm just at a point now where I'm like, okay, I've seen enough now. I, I've, I've seen, at least I've learned a good amount of these mistakes. So now I'm like, okay, let's let's move a certain way now. Just be real, way more strategic. Right. Yeah. Right. It definitely got to be strategic. Like, hey, you've been doing it. Well, it's the definition of his hand, doing the same right. thing over and over. So, uh, expecting a different result. Like, you feel insane if you keep doing the same things over and over. So, I definitely try to turn the page, make a change, figure it out, and make it happen. 
that's the main thing, making it happen. You know, we can have all that, those uh, revelations we want, but until we, like, yep. do something actively to get to where we're trying to go, like, we really ain't changed. You know what I'm saying? So, um, let me ask y'all another question, man. Let's talk about emotions as a man. Do you think men are afraid to show yeah. emotion? No question. Yes. Very much so. Why is that? What were we taught that we can't show emotion? Was it a only strong survive mentality or, or what is it? I think it's all the above. Masculinity? What do you think? Um, I, I think it's, it's all the above, man, because I feel like society... Uh, of course, in the world, but of course, you know, mainly in America, you know, the man is supposed to be the breadwinner. You got to be tough. If things happen, you fight through it. Like, don't we don't have time to cry? Don't have time to, you know, to 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 whine about it. Like, you just have to deal with it. And that's still true. But at the same time, it's okay to acknowledge, you know, how you feel about it. You know, and it's sometimes if you keep things, you know, like wrapped up too long and you know, you're not able to really talk about the things that were, you know, traumatic to you or things that you just went through, then it might come out at the worst time, you know, as you get older or whatever. And so I just feel like society, a lot of times from what I've seen, it's just like, if you're not, if you're not tough, if you're not strong, if you're not, you know, resilient, you can't take these hits, then you're not a man. And it's like, wow. Yeah, I think um, it, it's it's definitely that. Um, I second everything you just said. Like, um, I know for me, society does uh, kind of push forward like this mm-hmm. this view of you know of of masculinity. Um, so it's it's definitely just kind of measure yourself against that if if they they push you know as far as emotion wise if somebody's able to take a certain thing or um if pressure is is supposed to be put on your shoulders then you're supposed to be able to carry it if you can't or if you you know need an outlet or avenue to kind of get rid of some of that pressure then you're not as manly as somebody who did who was able to to carry that load um, and then I mean, like I said, it's just it's just about that evolution. I mean, just seeing where we've come from, um, and what our ancestors have had to endure. So you know, to go from that to you know having a simple, well, not not something as simple as, right. as trauma because trauma is not simple, but something that uh, a, a roadblock put in front of you. And then comparing that to, you know, mm. Jim Crow, <laughs> you know, what, you know what I mean. So it, it's kind of, it's kind of stifling in a in a sense, um, because of what they had to go through, and then the opportunities that's afforded to us. Um, like one thing that I've definitely been going back and forth about is, you know, going to therapy. Um. And that's just, you know, having that mentality of those before me, you know, you know, even something as small as having their blood run through my veins, thinking, 
that I'm stronger than whatever I'm going through. But, you know, being a man in the time that I've, you know, been alive, knowing that there are those outlets that I might need to take advantage of. Right. So um, the emotional part is tough. It's tough. It's just, it's just that transition of evolving. It's, it's growing pain. Do you, do you think that men should go to therapy? I know, Chris, you said you think yes. about it. You're back and forth. GD, have you been uh, in therapy? I'm in college. Okay. Do you do think I men think should men go, big girl? Your should opinion. go to therapy as in all men? Especially black. It's hard to speak Especially for all black men. men. You know what I mean? Because I don't know every black man's experience, you know? Um, but I think I would just say in general, more times than not, if you could go to therapy at least once, I would say do it. Because you you would be surprised what you unpack. Um, you'd be surprised what, you know you realize about yourself and what may help and what may not help. Now, you know, of course, therapy isn't for everyone, but it doesn't hurt to try, um, especially in today's time when there's so many resources um, for therapy. Um, so, yeah. I personally, um, like you said, we don't know everybody's story, but I do, like you say, feel like men should go at least once to kind of see what happens. Because, I mean, you may find one of my homeboys, I may, I convinced him to go. He went. He's been going ever since because he know, like he's, like you said, he unpacked so much and he said he feel like he's benefiting from it, you know, in which I think that I would, I would think based on my conversations with the men I know that most men will probably benefit from going. Yeah. Because, you know, listening to women, you know, talk about their experiences with men, you know, they just all the stories I've heard. I feel like if a man would go and just talk to somebody about it, you know, professional, then they can handle that trigger. We can handle that that trauma and that emotion and maybe have a better, you know, partnership, you know, with our partner. You know what I mean? Versus a lot of the battles, a lot of the emotional. You talk about emotional intelligence, G Day. I mean. That's yeah. where we can we can start that process at. So a lot of us, you know, with going and finding out, okay, well, look, if I know this is a trigger of mine, I can work on it, I can heal it so that my partner won't feel the wrath because, you know, you came back to the crib late. Right. And I was cheated on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or my dad used to uh, you know, slap me. So when you play slap me, I get mad. Like, you know, anything that could be a trigger like of, of something in your past. So my personal opinion is that um, I feel like, you know, black men should especially go, at least like you say, once. To kind of put your foot in, see what happens, you know? We we do a lot of stuff. We take a lot of risks. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't want to get, but when we 23 to 27, take a lot of risks, right? <laughs> Why not when you, when you get, you know, older, take a risk that may benefit, you know, you long term. You know, we go to the eye doctor, hopefully. The regular right. doctor and all that, the dentist, you know, maybe go see the therapist, you know. You know, a lot of and Chris was talking about the older generation, like a lot of a lot of people that are older say, you know, God got you, you know, and right. all no. and he does. He does. He absolutely does. But he also that same, you know, doctor you go to to get your sugar shot <laughs> or get you know, get make sure you good. Right. He put that therapist there too. He did. He, he, I mean, that's a, that's a profession. They be doctors in most situations. So, 
at least be licensed. So, I mean, let's go see. Mental health, spirit, yeah, not- physical, spiritual. Like, it's, it's more than, you know, what we looking like. It's how we feel, especially as black men. We got a lot of stuff that we battle every day, yeah. you know, battling society's norms and, you know, trying to, you know, get not get caught up in the system, not get caught up, man. So, and I, I, you know, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think, yeah. one the, I think one of the biggest walls that we face, especially, you know, with the word therapy is I feel like a lot of us, we understand that it would be beneficial, but it's just coming to grips with who we're, who we will become. Yeah. Right. Um, and and how that's received, you know what I mean. So once you once you take what goes on between you and your therapist, and you start applying that to your life, how are those around you going to receive that that version of you now? And right. I think that that's a that's a, a big deterrent. Um, but it does go back to what you were saying about you know doing the same thing over and over again. You know you got to try something different to get a different result. So. But it's just getting rid of that stigma of how people will view you once you, you know, yeah. make that job. Learning about outside opinions, man, is a big part of it as well. Um, at least I feel like for manhood, you know, just because, you know, if you're worried about how other people, yeah. society, so you're worried about how society views you, how, how other people view you, what their opinions are of you, you know, and just depending on the levels of that in your everyone's life, you know, that could really take a hold of you, especially if you take into account social media. So then you're like, okay, like, you know, I, I have this image to uphold. I have this persona. Or I have this, just this idea of what a man should be. And when therapy comes along, you know, I know for me personally, like I've been thinking about going, you know, at this point in my life, but I'm just like, man, you know, like, 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 like Chris was saying, coming to terms with it and being okay with going and knowing that, you know, it's the going to therapy is for a good reason and it's, it's to help me. And just like, just think good thoughts, you know, and just be positive and trust God, you know? Right. Yeah. And one, and one thing that I'm learning as I'm getting older and one thing that I can see that definitely takes place during your younger years is that uh, for the most part, manhood is, mm-hmm. is a competition. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're in competition with with other people, you know how you know their their process in becoming a man. So um, you know once you're able to get to, like like just with age, um, like for me, my viewpoint changed once I hit thirty. I know that sounds cliche, but you get to a point to where a lot of the things that you know everybody else are doing. Um, it doesn't really phase you. Like you have to become your own person. You you have to become your own man. Right. Uh, the the values and um, you know the 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 markers for manhood doesn't really matter as long as you're you know you're hitting right. your checkpoints on your journey. Yeah, I can agree with that because when I was right twenty nine, that's when my process to like how I feel like a man should move began. You know what I mean? Like. I, I know for a fact, like it was just a transition. Like, all right, I don't give a fuck about what nobody else doing. <laughs> I don't get my shit right. You know, I don't care about nobody else's opinion. None of that shit. It was like, yo, I'm, I'm on. Like, I'm on. Like, whatever I got to do to get where I'm going. Like, 
You know what I mean? I, I had to have a plan. I had to execute that plan too, because execution really is the key. Again, like you have all these thoughts, but once you execute, oh my god, yeah, everything just changed for you. So, you know, and then you still have slip ups every now and again. You know what I mean? But you, you, your foundation is so strong that you don't let it last. You just it'll come to pass. You know, so you you have more faith in yourself. You know, you start being believing in yourself a little bit more. So, yeah, man, it's. That twenty nine to thirty is like a revelation. It's like okay, yeah. here, I'm twenty nine right, right I gotta now. Get right, yeah, right, yeah. You feel me? So, so it's like I gotta get it right because at that point for me though, I just was like, yeah, I'm, one day I'm gonna get married probably. So for me, if I want to get married, what kind of woman I want, and how can I get her? You know, and what do I got to be to get her? You know what I'm saying? If I gotta be this. And sure, I need to do that because you know you don't. As a man, you don't want to be less. You don't want to feel less than you want to. You yeah. want to. You want to be useful. Like you want to make sure that you have an impact. You want to make sure that like, hey, I can make a a change. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You can be a a, a leader, but you also can follow. And that's what manhood is to me. Like, hey, I like in my relationship. You, I mean, the man. They say man yeah. is supposed to be a leader, but you lead by example, though. Yeah, you're supposed to be a standard. I don't got to order you around for me to be a leader. All I got to do is bust a move, and then you see me, and then you help, or you you do something. You follow suit. It's like, all right, bet. And then if I see you, and that's what I said, being a man, you can do both. Like, especially if you with somebody you want to be with for a long term, like you like, oh yeah, I see things in you. So I'm like, I like that. I like what you're doing. Yeah, I like how you moving like that. You know what I mean? So it's it's it's. That's that, but that's that 29 30. That 29 30 just opened your eyes up so crazy. Uh, different. They do. <laughs> Where do I stand? <laughs> Where do I stand? That's that's what it is. That's, that's when that's when is. life hits you. Like, hey, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? What are we doing here? Like, what was what these next couple years about to look like? Every day I right. ask myself that, man. Right. <laughs> One thing about so, what we, what's what's next? What are we doing? Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> this is still the plan. Okay. And you, and then you execute, man. One thing, I, one thing I hate hated about. I didn't say hate it, but how men are looked at. Um, and what I mean by that, do you feel like people base how good of a man you are, how strong of a you are on your money, or how good or your oh, sex man. is, oh, or what? Which I think it is. I think a lot of the yeah, because a lot of the, a lot of them mm-hmm. are a lot of those things are surface level to me. But yes, to answer your question directly, yes, like. I mean, yeah. I know for me, let's for being honest, you know, when I was single and when I, especially when I was in school, I mean, it was about, you know, the numbers, like oh, how, you know, oh, how many girls, you know, like you, how many girls you've been with, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. And of course, you know, now looking back on that, obviously none of that was important, but it was at that time. And then now as an adult, you know, it's, it's more so I'm seeing about like the money and career thing where it's like, okay, you know. Yeah, I remember you from Emory or from Winston. Okay, I remember you from college. Okay, what are you doing now? And then, you know, having that conversation about what it is that you're doing. And those conversations can go so many ways Mm -hmm. depending on how you feel about yourself and where your own self-stability is, man, and being comfortable with yourself. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I'm really seeing that right now, man. Like, because society really... The stereotypes and the pressures of society is like, all right, breadwinner, successful, you know, you're paying for things. And if if you if you're with someone who also can pay for those things, that's good too. But as the man, you still better have that regardless. Otherwise, you're a bum and you weak 
and broke boys right. don't deserve no pl- like, you know like those this is what's being said you're like okay well i better get money yeah, <laughs> i don't want to be right yeah. here losing yeah I saw a video Prince Donnell put up about like being a man is not defined by how much money or your financial stability. See that, see that Y'all agree with that? No. He said that your you being a man is not uh, solidified by your financial stability. Or that's not the 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 standard. You know, you're not less of a man because of that. Maybe <laughs> maybe to yourself, like in your own mind, like you, <laughs> you <laughs> like you can. You can have all the pride in the world, yeah, with no money. Yeah, damn right. But at the end of the day, because like to go back to what you asked, the surface level stuff is is right. is what is where the attraction comes from, right? Um, and one thing about not even being a man, but being a partner. If 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 you want to have a partner, they have to be able to depend on you. Absolutely. If 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 that trust crumbles, yeah. the whole thing is gone. Right. If 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 you're with a woman or you know if you're with your partner and they they can't rely on you because you know you gotta wait to payday, chances are Chances are it might be it might get a little rocky at some point. Like you have to be able to and vice versa. And vice versa. Um yeah, I agree. I right, mean, I think so. a lot of times, like you said, like to yourself, you can tell yourself that oh no, you're a man because you know you're a man, but if you don't have a means to take care of yourself, let alone take care of somebody else, if you are in a relationship, then I mean, are you really bringing something to the table, I mean, because the reality is pride. Yeah. You know, it's not paying the bills. Pride, pride is not getting, you know, you're getting loans paid off. It's 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 about action. It's about you know right. uh, what it is that you're doing. Um, so yeah, no, I definitely agree. Uh, I definitely agree with you, Chris. And then even on top of that, um. A sort of, uh, I mean, you get more of a pride in yourself when you're able, right. when you're resourceful, when you're able to make things happen. That you will feel more of a, uh, as a, more of a man when you're able to make things happen right. when you need to make them happen. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. I know for me, I definitely feel like I have to make a certain amount of money. Or to be able to feel useful, just yeah. to be real. Like, I mean, because at the end of the day, again, the type of woman I have, yeah, she good if I ain't here or not. So <laughs> I do want to be able to support our lifestyle financially too. You feel me? So I, you got to do, you got to do something, you know what I'm saying? But I think I'm more in love with the fact that I'm going to do something I love one day to get there versus like trying to just you know, finesse my way up and not be happy just to make bread, just to make yeah. sure she like, nah, I want to be happy too with what I'm yeah. doing. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't make me less of a man or anything, but at the end of the day, it's like, yo, you do want to be able to so, like you said, not wait to payday if something come up like, oh, babe, I need you know, 800 and you look at your shit, <laughs> man, I got 699. <laughs> to my name. That's that, it. To yo. my name. 
to my name. So when I give you this, I have nothing. I got to make sure I got gas and food and this and that before I get that. You know what I mean? I don't want to yeah. be in that position. And then if and you then, have a plan to get there, you're still good, especially if you have somebody who cares about you and believes in your plan to get yeah. there. You see what I'm saying? So, but at some point you want to get there. Every I think every man want to get there. I would, I would, God, anything to tell me he don't want to get there like that. Who are you? And what's, yeah, what's wrong? What's going then, on? Then you need to get you, you know, a nice little, nice little hotel room or something, yeah. a little, a little hostel, and then yeah. just stay there. Right. Just be, be to yourself, please. Stay there. That's it. Cause, uh, yeah, nah, it ain't. And, then, and then another thing on top of that is. One thing, one thing that I love, especially about our women, they will make something happen. They will make a way out of no way. Right. You know what I mean? They will. So if as a man you can't you can't match that energy, and they are they can get it, man. Facts. So are yo. This what I would look back on. How many women you know in that same age bracket stayed by themselves? A whole crib comfortably. I knew a lot. Furnished alone, and I have a roommate. Decor yeah. or roommate, a whole crib, yeah, or a whole spot to themselves, yeah, yeah, whole crib. So for me, that showed me like, yeah, I got to get to it because I mean, yeah, they, I mean, they doing it. So I, I mean, what the hell? Like, I can't just be out here bullshit. I want a good. I want a woman that's doing this and this. And this. Like, yeah, yeah. I at least be able to do something. That's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Y'all bring up a good thing though, Chris. You talking about the black woman? And G, they talking about the black woman. Do y'all think that we as black men protect our black women enough? I think we could yeah. do more. I don't think enough. I don't, I don't think. I don't think we're at that point of enough. Uh uh-uh. uh. I um. We could definitely do more. I think. I think. I think that as a whole, you know, we thinking when you're looking at the climate right now. Right with the heightened awareness because of me too. Be- you're thinking about also just in general how you know there there's just a lot more women who are be- who are truly becoming very successful now. You know, I mean, we have a we have a, we have a, a woman vice president right now. You know what I mean? Like it's just one of those things where you see what's going on around us, and as a man, it's like okay, you know, it's one thing to be able to bring something to the table financially but another thing to be able to protect you know um to protect black women just because you know they you know a lot of times they are in a lot of fire for 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 different things and a lot of times they're looked down upon when they're working or stuff like that it's just always just that a lot a lot of times it's just that negative stigma you know to them and not all black women are you know have those problems and it's just like well dang if they don't feel like they have us to fall back on then what are they going to do yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Chris, you want to say something? No, nah, I was I was just agreeing. This brother yeah. preaching right here. <laughs> preaching. I was going to say, too, man. You know what? One thing I realized is that we talk about we don't do enough. I'm going to ask y'all what is enough. So go ahead and start thinking about it. But one thing that really stood with me when I used to have conversations with some of my homegirls um, was that how uncomfortable they are around black men. How predatory we they are they feel like they feel like prey around black men and that bothered me to the core it's like damn i want you to i know i want to protect and make you feel comfortable around me i think i've done that my whole life i want to make you feel comfortable like be i ain't gonna be all aggressive none of that but i don't like the fact that black women feel like that you know so i feel like we 
there's certain things we can do as black men to make it more, you know, acceptable for them to be around us in the space. Like, you know, one thing that we probably never thought about as a young nigga, or even a nigga that go to the mm. club, is like when you walk by and grab a chick and go back. How much that's sexual harassment, and they don't want it to happen. Or, you know, giving them a hug and they grabbing their butt, or sending a dicture. Right. You know how I many women complain about them? <laughs> Unsolicited. Unsolicited. They be like, nah, look, I'm about to leave this conversation, number one. But it just made me think though, when you still listen, you hear that, you're like, damn, like niggas is really be wild about it too. <laughs> so I knew that yeah. I probably was a wild nigga at one point. So yeah. like, all right, we're talking yeah. about progression and growth. Allow me to progress and grow. And that's what I, I wanted to protect black women better like okay this is one of my initiatives too like hey look, what can we do to make you feel more comfortable and it's not even because I have a daughter or a mom or a sister it's because that like women walk around and can't do nothing go to the gym and feel like All right, right. I don't want to talk to nobody can't they, can't, they can't even be friendly right to, to niggas can't even be friendly or if a nigga get dissed yeah. they cuss yeah. a chick out you a B and all that it's like damn and they're our greatest resource and they're our greatest resource. Our greatest resource. We're messing up what can a, 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 a person that can multiply. You know what I'm saying? Miles <laughs> Monroe said that women are incubators. Whatever they receive, they multiply everything. Yeah. So how many how many women help men build businesses or you know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing like having a woman behind oh, man. believing yeah. in you as a man either. Nothing like it's one of those feelings of like, okay, I can do any damn thing. Even if you know you can do anything before, but when you get a woman behind you, a black woman, and she all in your corner, and she telling you, like, don't worry about it. You down to yourself. <laughs> she rub your feet, cook your favorite meal, <laughs> take you to your favorite restaurant, kiss you in your forehead, put her bosom on your face. you like, you know what? I'm about to bounce yeah. the fuck back. Right yeah. Now. I'm bouncing <laughs> back right now. And it's that yeah. it's that black woman encouragement. So I feel like you know, what's some ways y'all think that we can protect ooh, black women? Oh, I would say, um, I would say um, that, that transparent conversation, like being able to have real conversation and take heed to it. It's one thing to just like you know have these sit downs with women and, mm. and hear them out, and then be like, all right. But it's another thing to really sit down and like really like hear what they're saying and then move according like adapt and change you know um because a lot of times you know men we won't see it we don't see it we have to be told it and then when we're told it now it's like okay are you gonna actually do better or are you not right right chris um a couple things for me uh first of all I think I think a lot of it starts with us. Right. Like for one, we can't take them for granted. Facts. I think a lot of times that that's what causes the most turmoil. We can, you know, basically be a menace to our own women. Right. At right. the end of the day, we still feel like they should have our back. Um and then along with that, it, it takes being a standard, mm. like like being the man that our women need, and that being the standard of you know of us. Like 
um, having that knowledge of how we're to treat our women or you know what they're meant for you know what I mean like just just their value because um and this this was kind of twofold but I was having a conversation with a couple friends where <laughs> jokingly it was a conversation about sex right mm-hmm. so jokingly I said you know like I think to kind of bridge that gap Black mm. women should teach sex ed. Mm. And I said that, you know, I said it jokingly, but it, to me it made sense because a lot of times, you know, it, like for a guy to be left to our own devices, you know, we'll we'll find out about sex through avenues that might not necessarily yeah. translate into real life. Real life, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then, you know, that that leaves our women out in the cold. You know what I mean? So um, just to to have that knowledge of being able to see our women um, as I don't want to I don't want to say it in the wrong context, but seeing their fragility. Um, I think that would go a long way, especially with our younger men. Um, in their upbringing and how they view women once they reach that young man stage or that that uh, you know that college age and and how they're treated. Uh, but then at the same time, what I was met with was how come women always have to rectify the situation? How come it always has to be black women? Mm. So that's why I said it's kind of twofold because you know that shouldn't be the burden that they have to carry. But we just have to come to some sort of consensus on how you know how we're we're going to train our men to get to the point to where they, you know, can have you know our women's back like that. Yeah, I mean, so that they don't feel like they have to be you know yeah. warriors for the world. You know what I mean? Right. I think that boils down to the communication aspect. You know, I yeah. think that women in my opinion, grow up better communicators, how to express and ask and feel and understand what they want. Right. Mm -hmm. But, and like she said, like, okay, why did they, we can learn that as young men so that when we do get a partner or a woman we care about or any woman for that matter, but we're able to communicate and verbalize exactly what we're feeling, what we're thinking. And then if, you know, that conversation can lead to healing. That conversation can lead to like, okay, well, we understand one another. We understand what this looks like or whatever. You know what I mean? But if one side is not used to communicating and the other side is communicative, but we men mostly shut down all the time or we don't know how to orate what we want to say, then at the end of the day, you know, they're going to feel like, women will feel like they have to save it or rectify it. Like, nah, like we, I want to be able to rectify it. That's why I'm taking the steps I'm taking to make sure that, hey, what I have, what I do, and how I treat women is different than what has been going on. And then maybe other people will see it. Maybe other, and we can change the way the society views, like the way black men and black women view each other, how we look at, we can just change it. But we have to embed it into the youth first, like Chris said, like, we got to get the young guys involved, and it has to be something that's taught progressively. Right. You know, not, okay, right. have sex with a lot of women. 
and you the man, you that nigga. You know what I'm saying? The man's supposed to be the the, the, the strong, the, the strength of the, of, the, of the family and all this and all that. Mm-hmm. And don't let no woman talk back to you. Yeah. None of this stuff. Like, that's all that toxic masculinity right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I know I heard that before. Like, so, but me, I'm like, hey, man, you my partner. Like, we in this together. How do you feel? What do you think? You oh leave it up to me. Okay, man, I got it. I mean, but at the end of the day, I might ask you. You know, cause you got to ask one what she want to eat. Because if you don't, right, she not gonna be happy, man. <laughs> and and you gotta and you gotta be that standard to see you know what exactly she subscribed to, right? Got to really have those conversations, man. Yeah. And, and, yeah. So, I think also another thing too, uh, like Chris said earlier, man, it starts with ourselves, man. We gotta we gotta hold each other accountable a little bit more. I think. Um, I think if we if we did more of that, Facts. then it would yeah. be easier to um, you know spread knowledge, you know, and spread like positivity in that way. Um, but we just have to be able to, just like I said, that having that tough communication with women, we got to be able to do that amongst ourselves. Like, hey, bro, look, like you were tripping with Shardy that right there. You Facts. have to do that. You didn't have to do that. Definitely. You have to say that. You know, and just really be able to. To like G check your boys because if you if you're able to G check your niggas and keep your everybody in check, you know that just it just keeps things more tight. You're keeping things in house as opposed to, you know, being held accountable from an outside party and that could be detrimental. That's a fact. That's a fact. Like I, you can't be like you say you can't be afraid to G check your your boy or any man that's violating a woman. You know yeah. what I mean? You, right. you can't be a we can't. Yo, confrontations happen, right? We're supposed to be men. You're supposed to be able to handle that shit. Okay, well, if a nigga disrespecting a woman, a lot of times we're going to have nothing to do with it, especially if we don't know them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just how we are like. Right. I mean, I know that. My family, they like, yo, get out, stay out of other people's business. You feel me? But how do we change the culture or change the, 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 the environment if we don't really like, yo, you know, like somebody got to do something. Or like you say, like an outside source to get involved, and then it's then you like going right. too much other shit. Now you gonna snowball effect of ne- negativity. You feel me? So yeah, we do have to introspect and understand, hold each other accountable as men. Like yo, we have to do better in order to be better. We have to. We have to. Um, so I'm gonna end it with this, fellas. We had a conversation about being a man, protecting women. You know. Sex, growth, all that. So, what are the qualities you think a man should have? Let's name four qualities you think a man should have. Ooh, okay. Right. Uh, for for a piece. <laughs> for a piece, y'all. Right. Everybody different, right? So, four qualities you think a man like when you think about the foundation of manhood, especially being a black man. What four qualities should they have? Not to say he's the only one, but I'm saying, what what do you think? Composure. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Compassion. Okay. Mm. Qualities. I mean, if we're just limiting it to four. Resilience. Okay. 
Integrity. Mm. That's where I was going to go with it. Integrity as well. You know what? For the hell, I feel like the fifth one's got to be about getting something, like getting things done. I don't know what that word is. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what that word is. (laughs) You know, Chris is a wordsmith. I'm waiting for him to get me. (laughs) My boy is a wordsmith. I'm I'm searching for it. I'm searching for it. I'm kind of losing that in my old days. But nah. Um, we can go with that phrase then that he said. Being able to get things done. There is a word for that. I want to think of it. Now. It is. Is it is it efficient or is it proficient? Efficient. I... <laughs> it's a it's one of them fish. It's one of them fish. Yeah. <laughs> so like let me say, I think proficient is proficient. I think is is, right. is being able to being able to do right. I think efficient is um like a higher level yeah. of being able to okay. get it done, being able to do it well. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> hey, I, I like it. I love it, man. So look, fellas, man. I want to tell y'all, thank y'all. Y'all don't really know we did this on the fly too, man. We didn't even do that. I called these fellas right before we recorded this and said, "Look, man, this let's the time." Do it. Y'all ready? Called both of them. They was like, "Yeah, let's do it." And here we are, man. But I think it was a hell of a discussion, man. Um, yeah, good. Good. Yourself, good. Man. <laughs> y'all was y'all was doing y'all thing, man. Do y'all have any last words for anybody? Matter of fact, give them your social media. Matter of fact, I do want to say one. Let me say something. Chris has a podcast, Three Amigos. Yes. Three Amigos podcast. So Three Amigos. Check that out. Yes. Please do. So y'all check that out. But go ahead, Chris. Do your thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, uh, I go by Craig Snack on the Three Amigos podcast. Um, it's me and two other. Uh, of my collegiate friends, uh, we started a podcast just to kind of go over um, different different things within society, uh, kind of centered around our friendship, um, around our you know the Winston Salem State University, um, just kind of giving our take, highlighting our you know rooting for all things black, right. uh, such as the South Is podcast. Uh, thank you for having me again. Um, no problem. But yeah, you can find us on um, Instagram. At the at Three Amigos Pod, uh, you can find me at Just Fat Bastard. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. For me, I mean, I don't have any well, uh, podcasts of my own or anything like that. At least not at the moment. Um, I'm on me. I'm, I'm Young Olu underscore on Instagram. Um, it's G Day nine one zero, and on Twitter, and you can go from there. And you know what? One more thing I want to say, man. Yeah, we are all fans of the North Carolina Tar Heels. Let's, Let's go it, with the NCAA tournament man. this year too. Let's get it. Hey, we back. Worst Is Duke, Duke in the tournament this year? They are not. <laughs> man, yeah. that could be a whole other podcast episode. <laughs> I'm letting you know because look. Kentucky ain't make it. Duke ain't make it. State. Nobody made that thing this year except for us. We're eight seed. But anyway, listen. 
Again, fellas, man, I appreciate y'all for tapping that. Make sure y'all follow Sal is the podcast on Instagram. You ain't even got to follow me, but my name BWP underscore Fat and the Hat on Instagram. Add me <laughs> on Facebook at Psych. But anyway, <laughs> until next right, time, man, appreciate you. This is Sal is the podcast. Y'all have a go. Wanna see me with some change on my feet, but I'm still making uh, They wanna see me with some change on my feet, but I'm still making strides You know the real always survive, try to hold me back, but I'ma still thrive Just to clear my mental, blowing pressure out the window by myself, I'm 85 Thinking about how it's so easy to let go, but so hard to survive Tell me what you gon' do. Tell me what you gon' do. When the pressure's on you. Tell me what you gon' do. Tell me what you gon' do. When it's all on you. Gon' get thinner, you gon' die. This is the second part of the episode. What does it mean to be a man? If you enjoyed that first part, you're definitely gonna enjoy this part as well, man. So stay tuned and listen. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Thanks.